In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast, uh, we're going to talk about my book, Empower Your Mind for Success, A Hypnotic Guide. Uh, Those of you on Facebook Live, I'm going to hold it up for you. There it is in person and live. We're just going to hit on this, and and the reason because a lot of stuff in here is stuff that that we've either talked about or that applies, and uh, yeah, we're just going to kind of talk about the book, maybe maybe a little bit about the process too, in case any of you out there have ever considered doing this and just felt like there's no way this is going to happen. You um, sir, I'm going to encourage you. You sir, yeah, thank you, Matt. Round of appreciate applause. it. Yes. So yes, we're going to talk about the book, Empower Your Mind for Success. And as usual, we're giving away, I'll give away a bunch of free stuff today. In fact, I'm, I'll give away a, one, a copy of my book too. Oh, wonderful. So hang in there. I, I mentioned that a couple of podcasts ago and I didn't follow through on that promise. So we have to do it today. Yep. And since I have the book, I'll remember. Excellent. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Stay with us. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. Hello, my friends. This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, and we are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Welcome back, sir. Thank you, Matt. You're welcome. Uh, That's Matt Fox across the way here. Hello. It's not a long way, but it's a little way across. Yeah, you're with almost out of arms. Yeah, we we could touch each other if we wanted to. Oh, underneath the table? It's nothing of a sexual nature, I assure you. Okay. I assure you. If you say so. (laughs) (laughs) We're here in the podcast Detroit palatial southfield studios <laughs> so matt got such a kick out of that when i pulled palatial out it's now part of the permanent script you know we're gonna keep it there we we had our and, other studios in northville and those were palatial as well yeah so. oh no the north yeah the northville was palatial uh-huh. yeah. yeah this is um, just as palatial i mean it's nice it's good i mean i don't have any uh you know leather bound books i'm very important <laughs> uh, i have many leather bound books and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. Oh, you just had to get that out I of the did, way. I did. Well, it doesn't smell like mahogany, but I do have a book. It's just not leather bound. Oh, that's that's the big difference. I am so excited to hear about this. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to give you the whole breakdown of this. Um, um, so again, thanks for listening, folks. Let me tell you where you can find me. Let's start with that. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. Uh, doing a lot of work on the website. If you happen to go there and things are just not quite right, it is in process. I, I'm updating the whole podcast page, and that's a work in process since we're at episode 111, I think, today wow. or something like that. That's amazing. Um, so there's a little bit of work to do there. And I'm, I'm the store site, it'll look the same, but I have to do some transition as far as... as I, I got to work on the page. So yeah, uh, if you run you. into a problem there, send me a message in case you would like to buy something. Fair enough. But yeah, uh, check out the website. You can find me on social media. Facebook and YouTube are both Motor City Hypnotist. And on Twitter and Instagram, which are both Motor City Hypno. That is H-Y-P-N-O. Mm-hmm. And as usual, we're giving away a free hypnosis guide, which I do every show. That's always available. That link is always in the show notes. 
So take a look at that. And uh, today we're gonna, I'm, I'm gonna give away a free copy of my book. So here, here's the way I'll do this. If, if you make a comment on our Facebook Live or on the uh, Motor City Hypnotist Facebook page, uh, between now and I'm gonna say, uh, I'll give a couple of days because a lot of people probably won't hear the podcast portion of this mm -hmm. until- Next week? Uh, probably next, it might be, it might be two weeks. Oh, okay. So, so oh, I'll put that's a, right. I'll that's put a right. date on it. Yeah, because the, the the audio portion of here. What this is what I'll do. Okay. I'm going to give two away. Ooh. One for the audio people who are listening to the podcast on whatever platform you're using, and we'll get to that in a moment. And I'm giving give one away to our Facebook Live people because they pop in and say hello. So if you're if you if you catch me on Facebook Live or watch the replay, mm -hmm. I'll give away a free copy. Just put a comment in the um in the post that shows the live video. Of the podcast, uh -huh. and I will do a random drawing of those people who comment. And for those of you on audio, just pop into my Facebook page and say, "Hey, I listen to your podcast on Spotify or iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're listening from." Mm -hmm. Just say, "Hey, I listen to your podcast. I want to get in the book drawing." And I'll do another drawing for that in I'm going to say three weeks. Just just give time for the audio people to hear it. Awesome. So yeah, um, yeah. So take a look. Um, Throw a comment on either of one of those areas, uh, depending on where you're listening. And uh, yeah, you'll chance for a free book. So uh, Alan checked in. Alan. Said, Great to see you, Alan. Happy Friday, gents. Happy Friday, Alan. He's talking about the weather and how hellish the weather was oh, this my past gosh. week. But this weekend's going to be nice. Yes, it is. And it's going to help ease some of that weather-related PTSD. <laughs> uh, well, I definitely, I'm going to get into that with you in a second. All right. We had some issues because oh, of the weather. Yeah. yeah I, the couple of issues. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah, Damn. folks, uh, take a look. Um, again, if uh, you want to look for the book or get a free copy, just throw a comment in the Facebook or either on the live video Facebook uh, post or later on just on the Motor City Hypnotist Facebook page. Fair enough. Awesome. So, yeah, so let's talk about the week. We had some we had some severe weather here in the Detroit area. A little bit. And um, so the first one that blew through, because there were a couple of them. Uh, one one was early in the week. One was a little bit later. But um, so I'm at work. Um, I'm in between sessions with clients. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I get a text from my wife and look at it, and a whole portion of our vinyl fence was gone. Oh no! All the slats blew out. Oh my goodness! You know how they frame at the top and bottom, and yeah. then the slats go in the middle. Yeah. One whole sections. All the slats were out. Oop. Which luckily. Knock on wood, nothing broke because those. There, I'm not a fence expert, and I'm probably explaining this wrong. But they, those slide in and snap ins, or, or like you can put oh. those back in, okay, uh, and then they connect together. Um, so uh, kudos to my wife Kendra because she she put the pieces back in just to make a barricade so the dog could stay in the yard, right? <laughs> because we don't want him getting out. So I'm like, okay, that's that's not a great big deal. Nothing's broken. It just needs to be re. We just need to get these slats reinstalled. And then what happened? So then yesterday, <laughs> I get another text message with a photo attached. Uh oh. On the other side of the home, there's like three pieces of siding that have blew. Like the wind blew them, and they're oh, uh, they're wow. starting to unattach. Oh no. Yeah. And it's like high up in the peak. Like, oh, wow, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm not climbing 30, 30, 40 feet in the air. No, no. Wow, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, you know, it happens. 
So so now the, now the debate is, and I'm sure a lot of you have gone through this process, is, okay, do we make an insurance claim or do we just pay to get right. these things fixed? Because, right. you know, we've got to weigh what the cost is. Yeah, because yeah, the premiums are going to go up and you don't um, want that. We don't want that. And the other, the other kicker was, and it's probably typical for homeowners insurance or homo, homeowners, their insurance deductible, right. ours is a thousand bucks. Right. You have to, it has to be, that's yes. what you pay out of that's pocket. That's what you pay out of pocket and before. anything above that, insurance will take it. So honestly, I, I, th- it, it, it might be close to being, we, we gotta, we gotta get it priced out is what we're going to do right, right, and see right, which right. one's less. Yeah. But you know, it happened. Nobody's hurt. Nothing serious happened. It's just an inconvenience. And that's that just happens. One, it happens of, your, sometimes. Uh, one of your therapist colleagues yes. had, had a small issue with the uh, storms as well. Mm. And he had uh, water going into his basement through one of oh, the windows, no. right? I had not heard on that because yeah. I've not talked to him. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I, I'm still thinking about him. <laughs> oh, I, I, I need to touch base because, yeah, I, I had not did not know that. Yeah. So I got a lot of you in the area who may have similar issues. I feel for you. Um, we'll get through it. Yep. You know, it'll, it'll be nice this weekend. We can sit back and relax. Correct. Yes. Sit back, have a drink. So like let, Matt and I are doing. Cheers. I'm drinking out of a cup. Matt, Matt, Matt had to use a water bottle because we were we out, ran out of cups. We, we ran out of cups. So. <laughs> Hey, I, whatever works. Hey, you know what? You're, I, I did it responsibly. You drink the water first, yeah, and then you, yeah. have a, then you can sure. have a little yeah. bit of a nip. No, any port in a storm. It's always know? water, beverage, beverage, water, water, water beverage, mm-hmm. beverage. you gotta, you got to space it out. you got to be responsible. Yeah, as long as you equal those out, yeah. should be okay. Just don't break the seal too early. You'll yeah, right. yeah that, that's true, too. <laughs> So wherever you're listening, um, those of you on Facebook Live, thanks for checking in. Thanks for listening there. Uh, those of you listening to the audio, for whatever platform you're using, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, whatever it is, Google Play, like, subscribe, join, link, whatever that thing is that you have to do on your platform <laughs> to get my feed every time an episode drops, please do that. And the biggest thing is leave a review. A review helps me. It helps people find me it helps me grow the show so i really appreciate that yes so wherever you're listening connect with me however whatever way that is and leave a review yep. that would be greatly appreciated yes, all please. right is it uh, is it it's it, it, it's that time again oh How when it is done. All right, make me make make me happy. Yes, th- this is a very very cool touching story. Um, uh, I, I'm just going to read it. I was trying. You know how I try not to give away the 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 gist of the story or the theme of the story right up front, but a lot of, a lot of times you just can't do it. So so I'll I'll preface it by saying there's this three year old girl who's fighting cancer. Hmm. So um, she's fighting brain cancer. Ugh. So the Make-A-Wish Foundation Middle Tennessee team recently pulled off the meet and greet between three-year-old Abigail Leggio, L-E-G-G-I-O, could be Leggio, Leggio, we'll go Leggio. and a unicorn. Aww. <laughs> the little girl has gotten her wish to meet a unicorn as she fights brain cancer. Wow. The sweet moment was captured by Sarah Lawrence of Little Tots Photography. Uh, the, the link to the story will be in the show notes if you want to take a look at it. Okay. There's some great photos there. So, um, Mom Melissa Leggio told Fox News that she and her husband Jason worked with Make-A-Wish to make this dream come true. Abigail was able to ride in a carriage, meet and pet two unicorns, 
feed carrots to a unicorn and have pictures taken with the unicorns, Leggio said. That's great. Adding that Abigail was even gifted a princess outfit. Abigail's older brother, Ty, was able to join in the fun and keep the prince costume that he wore. So the brother got to dress up, too, as a prince. She was a princess. Uh, The mother said it was a happy and sad moment. To Mm. see her get excited about the unicorn and have a day just about her was amazing. To see everything that was planned to make her feel special was extraordinary. It was sad because she had to have cancer to have this special day. Right. Uh, Yeah, I get that. Right. So we're very thankful for Make-A-Wish of Middle Tennessee and Harris Writing Academy for everything they did to help make Abigail's wish a very special and memorable one. Mm-hmm. So we all know unicorns don't exist. Yes, that, that we, they, yeah. we all know it's a are, mythical creature. Are they? <laughs> Best that one up. What in blazes are you talking about? <laughs> You've heard the unicorn. It's crazy. You've heard the unicorn song, haven't you? Oh, yeah. yeah, I, yeah I've heard the unicorn songs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've, never, I've never been near a unicorn. It's quite pungent. Stings the nostrils. <laughs> they may. They may. They may. Yeah. So, so the great thing is that the pictures look fantastic. They they dressed this horse up as a unicorn. Right. It looked fan. It looked great. It was fantastic. Reminds me of the movie Legend. Old yes. school Tom Cruise. Uh-huh. Um, movie. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so Abigail has undergone six rounds of chemotherapy. Tim Curry. Uh, and she's three years old, according to News Channel Five. She's also had a ten-hour brain surgery to remove most of the tumor. Good. Um, brain scans show while she still has a small portion of the tumor left that isn't shrinking, it's not growing or spreading. Mm. So they have they're they're, they're hoping Hopeful, that yeah. all the best works out. Prayers, prayers, and more prayers. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And the mother said, "We will be forever grateful for everything they've done for us." So for the little girl first, Abigail Leggio, mm-hmm. her mom, Sarah Lawrence of Little Tots Photography, who who took pictures of it, and I want to find the the Harris Riding Academy. Yes, uh, this is all this all happened in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Oh, okay. For all those people, what, what a great cool thing. Uh, yeah. Definitely winners of the week, for sure. Thank you for sharing. That's how winning is done. Yes, it is. Rock on. Yes. So. 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 There you go. There you go, man. I was hoping you'd do that. I have it. I I forget sometimes what goes where. (laughs) I love it. So you're going to share with us your book. Yes. And so, I'm, so I'm gonna. I, 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 and what I'd like to do is, is I'm just gonna start with sharing just kind of how I put this together, and kind of, because I've 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 had this in my head for quite a while now. Mm-hmm. In fact, that this was an idea. Honestly, it kind of went hand in hand with a whole podcast. Um, so again, let's back up. Long story short, and I won't bore you with all the the gory details, but. That's Friday the thirteenth. You know, Let's get gory. It is okay. We can do that. <laughs> Let's talk about severed heads or you know, <laughs> you know uh, razor blade fingers and. Oh, thanks, you know. Freddie. Yeah, yeah. Freddie. Freddie Krueger. Yep. <laughs> no, no, don't shut me up. Oh, by the way, I have to go a side tangent for a moment. Tangent away. I don't know. Did I tell you this last time? I might have. If I did, you can stop me. So maybe that listeners have heard also, but. That whole Christian Bale rant yes. was caught on audio. Yes, you told you the told YouTube us. video. Yes, yes, yeah. Just look up Christian Bale rant on YouTube, and and you have to look for the one that looks like just these amateurs mm-hmm. in this big green screen room mm-hmm. making a movie because mm-hmm. they don't have video of this. It was all audio, but these people put it to video, and it's gotcha. oh, it's fantastic, classic. So, <laughs> 
So anyway, I, I was thinking about writing a book, and I've always wanted to. And then when the pandemic hit, I lost most of my show schedule for that spring and summer when, when COVID right. first hit. And I thought, okay, I can start to do something different. You know, this is the whole term. It's used a lot. But but it's true. I had to pivot to something different because I didn't have shows all summer, spring and summer. Right. So I started the podcast. And and as a result of that, I, I'm 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 like sharing material every week that hopefully is helpful for the listeners. Right. And I'd already had this idea for this book called Empower Your Mind for Success. How to, how to help people change their thinking so that they can achieve success, whatever that may be, personal professional, financial, mm-hmm. whatever it is for you. So it just so ends up that because I'm I'm doing these shows every week that I'm already kind of gathering information and doing research mm-hmm. and and reading reading books and articles and and following blog posts and all of that stuff. So so it was relatively I'm I'm going to say relatively easy to just transfer that information say, okay, this would make a good chapter for a book. Yeah. Because a lot of the things we've hit on during the podcast over the last year and a couple of months. So, so that was kind of how it all came together. And I thought, okay, now's the time I just need to, I just need to sit down and start writing. Yeah. That's the big thing. Collate, pick out what I need, write, share my stories. Mm-hmm. So, so what I'd like to do is just kind of, just kind of hit on some of the chapters in the book that, that, so that, I, because I want you to get the book. That's part of the reason that I'm it, promoting it. It's on Amazon. But, yeah, it's on Amazon. It's also on Barnes & Noble. It's on their website. Nice. Uh, so you, I, Honestly, you can get it from any bookstore that sells books uh, mm-hmm. because the way bookstores work is they order their books from a central supplier. That central supplier is Ingram Spark. Okay. So let's say Barnes & Noble has an author and they don't have books in store. They'll say, hey, we want 20 copies of David Wright's new book. And they order it through Ingram Spark. They send them to the bookstore. They put them on the shelf. Got it. So Ingram Spark prints and delivers these books to all of these retailers. Hmm. Um, and I don't know where I was going with that. But, well, you but, were gonna, you were going to share one of the chapters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I I guess my point being is I I want you to I want you to get the book because there's a lot of things in here that could help you. Um, and you can get it anywhere. Is is I that that was the point I was getting. Gotcha. You know, if you want to buy it on Amazon, you can get it. If you're on a Prime, you get it within two. I, I when I ordered my author copies, I had them in two days. Wow. Um, so you, they, yeah, you you could have it through Amazon Prime. You can have it in a day or two. Or if you prefer, uh, get the Kindle version. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a paperback and Kindle version. So either one. Is there going to be an audio or a uh, audio there version? There will be an audio book eventually. Yeah. That is a that's a whole well and and Matt you're you're an audio guy because yeah. you're a DJ. Yeah. Uh that's the other thing that because what I have to do is sit and and set up my board at my office mm-hmm. and Got I I, I can't yeah. do it in and the thing is I can't do it in the office that I that I am our our clinic has six individual therapy offices mm-hmm. and our reception area. Mm-hmm. Mine is the back corner which faces the parking lot and telegraph road <laughs> and i have, yeah, and I have two windows yeah, you so, so i I, yeah. I can't use that room to do any recording so if i record i have to go to one of the middle rooms that's that's totally in the middle of the building right, right. that's not on any exterior walls right because the sound quality has to yes be yes the same Every single time. And, and here's a, and for any of you who are audiophiles of any type, the best place to record, because I have a digital recorder, it's a Tascam mm-hmm. digital recorder, and that's where I do all of my MP3 recordings on as far as my voice recording. Are you going to throw yourself in the closet? I, that's what I do. <laughs> my closet at home is uh-huh. the perfect, perfect place to record. Throw- it is crystal clear. 
you don't get any feedback, any external, any any, any uh, ambient noise. It is right. just dead in there. Throughout the as pan- far as the sound, yeah. Throughout the pandemic, there was a lot of voiceover, you know, actors and actresses, mm-hmm. um, you know, working you, at home, working from yeah. home, yeah. and they were doing all of their their recordings, all their voiceover work was in their closet. So yeah, I, I, I totally get. Yeah, that. it's all the clothing, and and I mean, even in the studio, those of you who are who are who can see the the video. Mm-hmm. You can see we have the, these these foam things on the wall. It just, just deadens the sound, right? And and you can hear it as soon as you walk into this room. You mm-hmm. you just it's just like there's no echo, there's no correct feedback, any reverberation, nothing. Jamie did an amazing job in here. He did, yes. yeah. Thanks, Jamie. Heads up, <laughs> heads up, Jamie. Oh gosh, Alan, so yeah, Alan checked back in. Oh, he did. Awesome. Uh, well, a special edition. <laughs> audiobook be read by Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Make <laughs> that, it happen. That would be fantastic. <laughs> yes. And and I, and he would have to I mean although all of his characters are great. Yes. It yeah, was in it, fact not narrated yes. by Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> um the, the, I, um, I'm sure you guys have seen the uh, Morgan Fe- Freeman reads mean tweets. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. fantastic. Yes. Class. He was in, a, and I, I'm sorry. No, to, you're no. good. We're good. There is a show that is on Amazon Prime, and it's mm-hmm. called Solos. I'm not sure if you've seen it yet. I have not. Morgan Freeman is in one of those episodes. Oh, really? And it is fantastic. It's like Black Mirror meets Psychological Future. Wow! At the same time, oh, God, there's so there are so many. And, and are they standalone episodes, or is it like a? Is it like a? It's called solo, so okay. it's one actor or actress for each episode. Mm-hmm. But they kind of went off a little bit on Morgan's episode mm-hmm. because it was really needed to have two. Oh, uh, okay. It is okay. just an it's an incredible small series. There's only like four, five or six episodes. Oh, okay. For season one. So oh no, I'll I'll look for that. That sounds really get, interesting. It really is. Yeah. But Morgan Freeman did just, uh, just you watch it and you're like, he still has chops. Oh, absolutely. His, he still has chops. Absolutely. And yeah, yeah, it's just the, the best voice. So yeah, Alan, good good thought. If Hey, Alan, if you have any pull, if you can get to Morgan and, and have him get back to me, mm-hmm. have him contact my people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's get back to the book. Sorry, go on. No, no, you're, no, we're good. Hey, we can we can talk about whatever. You know? <laughs> it's your show. Yeah, it's, it's my show. We can we can dick around all all night if we want. <laughs> So, so the first chapter, and I wanted, I, I wanted, and, and this, I, I wanted to set this up to say, okay, why, why would people want to read this book? Mm-hmm. So, so I want to start out with this first chapter, and I want to say, okay, what, 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 what have you not achieved in life that you want to achieve? Whether again, whether it's financial freedom, whether it's professional success, whether it's personal success, whatever that means to you, and it's different for every person. So, so my first chapter I wanted to hit on. So, if 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 you're, I'll just throw out an age. If you're 50 years old and you feel like you've never done what you were destined to do, and mm-hmm. I, I know destiny is sometimes, you know, a lot of people don't believe in that. Right. But maybe you, you've never achieved your purpose. You don't think you've you you're happy, or you don't do something that makes you happy and fulfilled. Mm-hmm. It's because you've just been doing the same thing over and over again. And it's going to end up with the same results. It's the whole definition of insanity mm-hmm. thing that we've that we've probably said a million times on the show. Mm-hmm. So, so my first chapter is I, I I titled it "This Time Will Be Different." So, so the whole point of this is that we can't do anything about the past. Whatever is done is done. That there's no changing it. There's no going back. So you have to say, okay, if I want it to be different, 
I, I have to believe that this time it can be different than it ever has been before. So I, I used a story, and, I, and I'll, I'll, um, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'll paraphrase it. So Matt and I have talked a little bit about, about Little League Baseball, mm-hmm. and we, we've, we talk about baseball quite a bit here. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was in Little League, I was, I was not good. I, I probably, I, I'm, I'm going to say I probably struck out eight every ten times. Wow, well, okay. Yeah. yeah, so I was not a good hitter in Little League. <laughs> and I, was all, I always played right field, yeah. and we know that that's where the, bad, the, the terrible kids right go. Field. <laughs> so, so I but, but there, I, I distinctly remember, and, you know, and that's from ages 9 to 12, mm-hmm. and I distinctly remember every time I would go to a game, I would, just, I would dread it because right. I knew what the results were going to be. Mm-hmm. Because once that, once that habit, and it is a habit, once that habit started, that became self-fulfilling. If I thought I was going to strike out three times in a game, that's what was going to happen. Right. So at age 12, Little League stops. Then then there's Pony League, which I didn't play. But it was right around the time when high school was starting. And I still I, like I still love baseball. I thought, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm going to force myself. I'm going to go out my freshman year. Mm-hmm. But, but the whole thing is I made a conscious decision in my head. And I said, OK, well, how, how can I be better? How can this be different? Because if I if I just held on to that old script that I'm going to strike out every two out of three times I come to bat, mm-hmm. that was what was going to happen. So I consciously I, re- I remember distinctly sitting in my room and saying, "Okay, what do I need to do? I know I, I know that it's not a lack of ability. Mm-hmm. Now some people are naturally gifted athletes, right? But it's it's not a matter of I I can learn to hit better. Mm-hmm. I, that's something that I can change. I can learn to field and throw better." So I get into high school my freshman year, and, and again, I made this decision, and I worked on things. It's not like this just happens instantaneously, but I remember right. I spent tons of time in the batting cage, yeah. constant, constant. So now, those of you who know baseball, I, I never came close to hitting 300. <laughs> I mean, I, but I was probably hitting 240, 250. That's respectable. Which, which, is, which is, you know, for me at that point, I was thrilled with that because yeah. it, it, was, it was a total opposite of what I was doing in Little League. That's very respectable, and, yeah. I, I, the the thing that improved the the most was my defense. Um, I played second base and I played some third base. So those of you know that third base, especially, because um, most most young players, especially in high school, uh, it might be different now, but most most kids are right-handed, so they're going to hit really sharp, hard ground balls down down third baseline if they get around on it and pull the ball. Sure. But I got to the point where I I was like excited to be in the field. I was like. Man, I'm I'm gonna. I, I I wanted I wanted the ball to be hit to me. Whereas when I was in Little League, I'm like, please don't hit it yeah. to me. Please, please don't, don't hit, it, hit it, to me. it to me. So so there was just a change in mindset. Now again, I I didn't become an all star. I didn't go to that you know Major League Baseball. Right, but, but you, you, I was vastly improved because right. I made the decision and and, and said, I I made it different. And this time, yes, it will this be time different. it was that time it was different. So so that's the kind of the the, the structure and the the emphasis I want to put on this first chapter is that it doesn't matter what your past experience is. If you want it to be different, you just have to make the decision to make it different and take those steps to do it. And there's always ways to improve. So so there's a lot of um, um, author James Rom states: success is neither magical nor mysterious. Success is the natural consequence of consistently applying basic fundamentals. Mm. That's on the first chapter. That's one of the quotes I, I, I included in the book because it's, it, it makes sense. 
it's it's not it's not magical or mysterious. Successful people, I, I'm not saying it will never happen, but 99% of successful people just didn't stumble into this and no. say, oh, like Jeff Bezos. I'm sure he didn't just stumble into Amazon and say, oh, yeah. I'm a billionaire. No. No, it takes time. It takes time and Patience. it takes effort and, and, it, and you work on it. So for those of you who always have that feeling, oh, man, this is going to end up the same as it always has. That's the thinking that you have to change and, and know that if you commit to it, this time will be different. So that was why that's what I put in chapter one. It's a good way to start. Yeah, and, and that's why I wanted to do it. Now, now here's the other thing that's going to drive you to make these changes is chapter two. What's your purpose? Why are you doing what you're doing? For me, what, we'll go back to, we'll use the same analogy since we're on that. For me, I just wanted to be a better baseball player. I wanted to feel better about myself. I wanted to help the team. I wanted to just get that satisfaction of being better. And, and that was my purpose. So for those of you and I know we've hit on this before. Those of you who are working jobs, you know, you work 40, 50 hours a week, maybe more, mm -hmm. and you're miserable. You yeah. just, you dread getting up in the morning. Your alarm clock goes off and you have that sick feeling in your stomach and you feel anxious and depressed because you just, you just hate what you're doing. And it doesn't matter what it is. And I'm not saying what you're doing is bad, but you're not getting any There's no reward for that. There's yeah. no satisfaction. Yeah. There's really no purpose to it except to survive, except to make money. And, and money can be a purpose, but in and of itself, that's not enough. Yeah, yeah. So, so the reason I, I put it in this order is we want to decide this time it's going to be different. And then two, we have to define what your purpose is. Why are you doing, why do you want to change? Mm -hmm. Why is that going to help you? What is the purpose of doing that? Mm -hmm. and, and I go to, I'm going to find the quote real quick. Matt, you'll know exactly when I say it. You'll know exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, go for uh, it. Just give me one. Oh, here we go. Yeah, it's right, right in the first chapter of chapter two. Without purpose, we will not exist. It is purpose that created us, purpose that connects us, <laughs> purpose that pulls us, that guides us, that drives us. It is purpose that defines us. Thank you, Agent Smith. Agent Smith. Smith. Yep, there it is. <laughs> and on a side Ray note, I, I don't know if Kendra, if my wife is listening, but uh, that's great. She, she was. I got home. I don't know what it was. A couple of days ago, and she was. She's of course reading my book. Uh -huh. Thank goodness. I'm glad my wife's reading it. Mm -hmm. She goes. <laughs> She goes, yeah, I started reading your book. She goes, it's pretty geeky. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're because, throwing Matrix well, quotes in uh, there, well, man. Well, <laughs> because the chapter two of that, that Matrix quote is right in the first uh, first paragraph. There's there's a first paragraph in, um, in this time it will be different because I, I reference it. And I'll just read the first line of chapter one. Uh -huh. I just built a time machine. <laughs> And then I go on to, to talk about some of my favorite books and movies have to do with time travel. Yeah. And I, of course, I go to Stephen King mm -hmm. and I go to uh, The Time Machine by H.G. Wells, right. the classic novel. Right. So the whole point is that, and, and when I mentioned we can't go back and change things, but then I went on to say, <laughs> I went on to reference the film Star Trek Generations. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember that one. Mm -hmm. Kirk and Picard were in yeah. the Nexus where they could go, go any time yeah. they want. And make it however they wanted to. Correct. And so, yeah, she goes, yeah, your book's, your book's a bit geeky. And I'm like, it'll be fine. Don't you know who I am? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wrote it. What would you expect yeah, it to be? That's great. So, yeah, 
you need to have a purpose. And when I talk about purpose, I want it to be something that, and I'm, and I'm not going to go through the whole list, but there's some questions I give you so that you can define exactly what your purpose yeah. is and what will make you feel good. Don't give it all away. Nope, I won't <laughs> give it all away, but I'm going to hit on a couple of them. Identify things that you can do to help improve the lives of others. That sounds counterintuitive. You want to improve your own life, right. but, but there is a, this innate human satisfaction about helping other people. Um, what things did you love to do as a kid? Hmm. Um, Transformers. What What would and here's the here's one that really makes kind of makes people think it's a bit morbid, but it, it it it's applies. What would you be doing right now if you realized you only had a year to live? Oh, that's what a great, would what would your days be like? That is a great question. What would you do? Right. And I have eight of those questions that will help you narrow down and define what your purpose is because now you've made the decision that this time it's going to be different now you've established your purpose right and now we're going to go on to the next chapters which we're going to start on next episode but before we do yes so are you saying that purpose equals passion yes because I, i think to find your true purpose you have to have a passion for it all right because i don't think anybody's purpose what drives them what we'll see see now we could separate that just a little bit okay. because you have to define what your purpose is, why you're doing what you do, but you also have to have a passion of what you do. Right. That's so why maybe I, that's you're why doing it. Maybe you're doing it to so your family is secure. Okay. Maybe that's what you're working for. That's your purpose. Is is I want to I want to give my family something I couldn't didn't have or okay. th- that I want to give them, and then that's going to help you. Whatever you're doing, that's going to give you more purpose, which is going to make it, it, it's, it makes it easier. You're not just trudging along. Got it. Just being stuck in something that you hate. All right. Thanks for that. Absolutely. So folks, yes, we're going to come back to empower your mind for success. Episode two and talk about the other chapters in the book. And then uh, again, um, I'm giving away a couple free copies. Leave a comment on my Facebook page, either on the live video of this show or just on my fan page or my uh, business page, Motor City Hypnotist. I'll be giving one away for our Facebook live group and another one for our podcast people listening later on. Hmm. All right, folks, we'll be back with part two of Empower Your Mind for Success, a hypnotic guide, the book. In the meantime, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time.